0: It's the Jenny Hatch Show at Blogging Mothers Magazine and I'm your host. Welcome to the show today. It's the last day in March 2018 and I am so glad to welcome you to the show today. There's so much going on I hardly know where to start. It's Good Friday so for those of you we are celebrating Easter. It's a beautiful holiday. I know our Jewish brothers and sisters are celebrating Passover this weekend. Us Mormons, we're just about ready to have our big general conference where they're going to announce two new apostles, and I've heard some policy changes. So our family's looking forward to that. And for the Christian world in general, Easter's such a great holiday. It's also April Fool's Day tomorrow, so watch out for your your friends and family giving you a hard time, perhaps, as you're... uh, Going through that fun holiday. Uh, there's so much going on out there in the world of politics, I hardly know what to zero in on. So I think I'm just going to focus on the things that um, I've observed that I think have really been significant outside of the whole sessions, Nunes, uh, special prosecutor, all the stuff that's going on with the deep state being outed. Um, there is an investigative or a citizen journalist named Howie who this past week confronted Joe Biden right to his face. It was so delicious. I, I just wanted to stand up and cheer when I saw it, and I immediately blogged it and shared it all over the place, but I had to had to give one more shout out on the radio show to Howie. Good work. Um, he went to a university where Biden had been invited to talk about gun control, and he stood right on the front row and got in Biden's face about his creepy behavior with underage girls uh, caught on the C-SPAN cameras when these senators would go in to, uh, to take their oath of office. They would have their families with them—young girls, babies, little boys—and here's Biden creeping out all, all over all of these children, all caught on the C-SPAN camera. And it was just so bizarre, and um, done right there, brazenly in front of the family. And and you just have to think—if this guy's comfortable in exhibiting this behavior in public, what's going on behind closed doors? Some of his Secret Service agents have reported how uncomfortable they feel taking care of him, uh, watching over him, his behavior uh, around women has been notoriously bad. And and the media can't be bothered to report this, so it's up to uh, citizen journalists to fill in the gap because it's obvious now that that the deep state's getting ready to run him against Trump in 2020. So, Joe Biden, we've got your number. We're not going to let this go. And uh, this is something you need to be concerned about. Um, so proud of you, Howie. Good work. Keep up the great work. Why did you molest all those girls on C SPAN? Oh, and Senate ceremonial swearings in. Why did you molest those girls? Mm-hmm. It's all on YouTube. Yeah. But you know you did it. Hey, everybody yeah. seen it. Get out of here. I thought it was interesting that I just made a little YouTube video of some of these clips. And, and uploaded it to YouTube and they would not let me title it with anything Joe Biden. They wouldn't let me tag it, nothing. And uh so that was interesting. Then this past week I did my, my own Me Too radio show where I spilled my guts about the the traumas that I've experienced in the past. And somebody had to come in and mess with that. I was disconnected three times. I've had a lot of trouble having certain guests and certain shows function properly with the technology. And um, you happen to mention mention John Podesta, cheese pizza, cheese pizza without hair on it, which seems to be his preferred way of eating pizza. Um, Somebody wants to mess with your radio show when you talk about these things. So that was an interesting thing. I was really angry when I went and listened to the show again and realized how much it had been messed with. I, I left it up there, so anybody who wants to go hear what they do to the radio shows of those of us who are trying to get the word out about these things, uh, they just mess with it so that nobody will listen. They'll stop after the first few minutes, figure it's nothing important, and, and here's you know this important information. So that was an interesting experience. On Friday, I also had the great honor and privilege of listening to the Mormon Tabernacle's version, Mormon Tabernacle Choir's version of the Messiah with, which they just did a live uh, concert of and um, I just had to share that with you uh, my favorite aria from, from this masterwork oratorio is um, you know He Shall Feed His Flock which is about how the Savior will take care of those who especially are taking care of babies, small children, and those who are heavy laden. It's my favorite aria. Um, As I listened to this, I thought about so many friends who've been suffering, and and frankly, I did too, with this flu that's out there. I I literally have a friend who um, has been in intensive care for the last three weeks on life support because of this flu. And her husband said it just hit out of the blue, she's down, And it just makes me wonder who's messing with our flu shots, who's messing with uh, the health of the American people. We know that there's a CDC whistleblower who was getting ready to go public on this, and he disappeared, and no more is heard about him. So uh, my heart's been heavy laden thinking about all the death this past year, the past season, with this flu shot, and... uh, you know, who's messing with it, who's who's seeding the public with disease, knowing that with Trump in the White House, their days are numbered. So this is another big side to what's happening out there on the fruited plain. Um, I really don't want to talk too much about other political things, except to say it appears that this week is going to be a big week. So be sure you watch the news, tune in, it's, it's exciting to watch, and and I've, I've really enjoyed following it all, blogging it, standing up for uh, President Trump. I, I adore you, Mr. President. I'm so grateful that you are where you are. I, I had this sinking feeling uh, before the election that if the Clintons were able to get back in power, that we were over as a republic. And it was just a matter of time before we were added to the conglomerate of nations destined to be Part of a world government and that American sovereignty and the rule of law was going to be over and I have never felt so hopeful as I felt this past year. Uh, The 30 years previously, during my adult life, I had watched politics intently every day. I'm a current events junkie, I love following the scene, and each year that clicked by, I found myself sinking more and more every year with, with increasing despair that we were gonna lose it all and that we wouldn't get it back without a war, without some sort of a civil war and a rebellion. And um, every single day I turn on the news, I start reading my favorite websites and I just feel happy. And it's just so exciting thinking about where we're at. I wrote on the conservative Treehouse today in a comment that if when George W. had come into office, He had held the the Clintons accountable for just a couple of their crimes, not even all of them, just a couple of them. Get them off the world stage, put them in prison, just hold them accountable. We wouldn't have had these 16 years of just worldwide corruption. How many lives could have been saved? How many children could have been rescued? And because he didn't do that, a whole generation of American children who were watching were sent the message, hey, it pays to break the law. There's no rule of law. These people are above the law. Why, sh- why should you follow the law? There's a lot of money attached to breaking the law. And the Clintons have made a lot of money. And it's so exciting thinking about them being held accountable for their crimes. I, I can hardly stand it. I-, I stood up at a town hall in about 1998 when the House had impeached him and my senator came out and was um, doing these town halls along the Front Range of Colorado He just wanted to hear from the people. And I stood up and I said those two belong in a stockade in front of the White House as a witness to anybody who's watching that this is what happens when you trample the Constitution of the United States of America. I still believe that. Stockade, prison, I don't care. Just lock them up. They don't deserve to be involved in our politics anymore. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you have a wonderful Easter and a great day.